Welcome to the Foxy Podcast, bi-monthly show brought to you by Freeform Freakout. The show is produced at KMSU Studios in Mankato, Minnesota. And here on the Foxy Podcast, we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present. And welcome to episode number 128 of the Foxy Podcast show. Hope you're all doing well out there, wherever you're listening from. Started things off with the brand new single from Pumice, which could mean only one thing, that Chris Berry's in town. <laughs> Guy who runs Soft Abuse Records, which this one comes from, and as did many other Pumice releases, and uh, Chris has been coming down for many, many years. We're not going to try to calculate it because we know that we're going to be wrong because every year when we try to do it, we're wrong. <laughs> so we lost count. Yeah. Welcome back, Chris. It's been Thank a while. You. It's been a while. We, you know, we haven't been in, in touch as much in recent in I months, know. I suppose, and not intentionally, you know, life stuff. Summer gets in the way sometimes. You know, on the road, doing things. But, doing uh, things. But we usually make time sometime in August or September, and this this is like a, an annual tradition. So uh, welcome back to the KMSU studios. We've already sweated it out a little bit, so I feel like we've been <laughs> cleansed today. Yeah. Hot day in Mankato. Slinging today. records. It's tough work. It's, it ain't easy. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> but yeah, this is great. Uh, I've been holding out intentionally uh, from playing this pumice single because I knew you were coming down, and I've been wanting to play it, but... Uh, Brand new stuff, a single that features this great organ track, and then there's a good uh, pumice chugger on the flip side. Yep. And uh, came out just a couple of months ago, and uh, we'll be still playing. new. Still, still new. new. Yeah, th- you know, <laughs> new releases in this age. Day, anything that you haven't heard is new, right? Yeah. We can kind of get rid of like release dates and all that. Right. There's really no rules anymore. That's right. Release but, date is a construct. <laughs> That's right. It doesn't matter anymore. But this is a good one. That's the opening piece. And you'll have to remember me. I can't remember the name. It's got that funky... Uh, 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 Hemochromatosis, bring a plate. There you go. Yeah. Little uh, blood reference there. Little, uh, yeah, diagnosis. As I called it, I think in my press release, a diagnosis lament. (laughs) (laughs) But Stefan's doing well. That's good. Hemochromatosis, so... Yeah, he's... uh, He's moved beyond the condition of some sort or what? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he's well, the, he's ma- it's being ma- managed. Managed, yes. Yeah. Down under. Yeah. And uh, kudos, Stefan, if you're listening out there. But, uh, Hi, Stefan. Uh, Chris comes down every year, and we always just kind of, we, we do carve out a little bit of time for soft abuse-related stuff and Fruits and Flowers, the label that he co-runs with uh, Glenn Donaldson, who we had on, man, just a couple shows back. And yep. it was fun having him on. But uh, you always just bring down a bunch of stuff. And I actually haven't even... I haven't really looked, I haven't had a chance it's to look. all hidden. Yeah, <laughs> top secret <laughs> stuff here. So, you know, typically we just plow through it and uh, talk music for a while, and uh, it's always fun. So you'll have to just get us going here. What are we What are we starting the show off with? Well, I wasn't sure where to go, but um, I'm going to go with this one. It's a single from Paul Thornton called Yesterday and Tomorrow. And Paul was in The Gods and, and other bands, oh, yeah, too. Yeah. I think this was uh, recorded were recorded in the seventies and then released in the eighties. I, I yeah. think is the story. So this but like post gods material. Post gods, um, and then he had some other solo, and I think you know there's some other solo singles out there. I don't know if he had any other albums or not, but um, I've been coming back to the Gods Two record lately. I love that one. They're all they're all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this one I. I don't know. I wanted it for quite a while and I finally picked up a copy and um 
you know, it made the cut. So <laughs> you haven't flipped it or anything. No. So very um, cool. And what was the name of the track again? Um, it's called, well, I believe, if, right. if, yeah, there's some kind of confusion with the labels and the matrix, but I think it's give a damn. Yeah. So here we go. We'll get things going here with Chris Berry here on the Foxy podcast. Let 
All right, Phil Yost right there. Bent City, a record that I've been wanting to own for a long time. Kind of one of those, like, on the want list, but... If anybody has Hard an affordable trigger, yeah. If anybody has an affordable copy that they're looking <laughs> to part with, uh, <laughs> willing to entertain any offers, <laughs> yeah. my in my direction. <laughs> I know, like ten years ago, I was like, I wanted it, and it was like forty dollars then. Yeah, it's like oh, I don't want to. That's a lot, and now it's you know a lot more, and and it's know, kicking myself, right? And it doesn't look like anything from that. Tacoma stuff is ever going to see the light of day. Yeah. Like that sure. stuff is just <laughs> tied up in too many legal <laughs> yeah. issues and whatnot. So not going to be reissued probably. Yeah. But that was Bent City 2. Yep. From his album, Bent City out on Tacoma. Mm-hmm. We should mention. <laughs> <laughs> One of the weirder Tacoma artists. Probably. Definitely. Yeah. That's a great track though. Yeah. What else are we I'll playing think, that set? You got the playlist uh, over yeah, there. Yeah. It's all, it's, shrouded in mystery still <laughs> so i'm keeping track <laughs> right. uh that was wednesday knudsen from pigeons and um uh, she's and been in other projects the weeping bong band yeah, i was starting yeah. to say earlier today we were talking about, about feeding tube uh they put out so many records I know. oh my god it's hard how to do keep they up. do it i know it's like, it's like I, one I, a week or there something. there was an article yeah just yeah. recently that one a week i couldn't believe that and it doesn't surprise me because they're just constantly pumping them out yeah so. it's and if, i mean but you know they're all pretty interesting the De- oh for sure out, yeah. you know i mean uh, kudos to them for taking a chance on so many and it's like a lot of contemporary stuff too so. yeah and you know, non-commercial music. So <laughs> right. I, I can appreciate that. On the, what is it? On the edge of uh, obscurity or something like that, yes. trying to hold true to that. <laughs> yeah. On the edge of sanity in some cases. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was like a solo Wednesday tape on a tiny label called Microdose that's run by Jason that does uh, Black Dirt. Oh, Jason Meager, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And um, yeah, so that was an excerpt from that um happy that there's not very many of those so i was happy to get one um and then richard young's before that oh, we're talking yeah. about that i think that's as far as i know the, still the newest <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah right, right. might have had one or two since that came out in the spring but that uh, sounds so incredible i mean yeah i i I'm still a fan of like Beyond the Valley of Ultra Hits, like the pop one. And this is maybe a little moodier than that, but I love the sound of this record. I know yeah, I it's checked like out a, a more depressed tra- version. Of yeah. Which is the sweet spot, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, that whole record really is good. That was hard to choose a song. And um, it's hard to find copies. So it, I'll make sure to link it on the playlist. So if you're listening, uh, head over to the website at freeformfreakout.com and we'll link up. So if you're interested in ordering that one from Richard, because it's hard to keep up with his uh, output, but uh, his band camp is kind of the go-to place. Now. Yeah. And I, yeah, I just bought that from his website. Mm-hmm. So shout out to nofansrecords.com, yeah, right. whatever it is. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a great record. And um, before that was Stereolab uh, Tempter, which was a B-side from that their Sub Pop single. And that was on one of the refried electroplasm oh, yeah. okay. or whatever the was, was that, comps. Was that a part of uh, like the Sub Pop singles series when it, back th- in the day? Or? I don't think so. I think it was just, I, I guess I can look standalone. here. Um, yeah, I think it was just a standalone, but okay. I, I could be totally wrong about that. Well, um, we'll send any hate mail your way <laughs> yeah. if that's the case. Yeah. Any stereo lab that can come straight to me. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I have stated that my, um, 
midlife crisis is going to be collecting all the stereo lab singles i never got in the yeah. day this is i have had this one for quite a long time yeah i feel like that is a band too that i've come back around to in the last couple of years like They're revisiting amazing. their material and yeah, yeah like there's such a, a broad body of work too some of it's surprisingly um like abrasive to the earlier material before it got a little bit more loungy and stuff i was like we were talking about that as a live yeah. group they really could pack a punch just destroy yeah. yeah so yeah maybe there'll be a huge uh, stereo lab resurgence here the <laughs> I, the wave know. of reissues and all that <laughs> i'd be fine with that yeah <laughs> um let's see okay so before that was club sound witches which we mm-hmm. were kind of talking about they have a million releases but this is from the goatee tape uh, which is untitled or self-titled, and then none of the songs have titles. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Um, so we heard an excerpt of the A-side, and they're a, a group that I have a few things by, not, nowhere near a completist. Yeah, they slip out a lot of stuff completely under the <laughs> radar. And and that is, I have to think back now, that is not a Matt Earl affiliated it thing. It is, yeah, okay, that's right. It. Yeah. I, it's a duo. It's a duo. Right. And I can't, I'm spacing on the woman's name that's in it with them um but she's got she had a something a, a project of hers on albert's basement okay so yeah. she's she i think she was in Wardenburger or something um yeah this is off the top of my head so forgive me if all the factual right. errors that will <laughs> a lot of that uh sub you today but sub underground australian music is hard to keep uh, track of you know yeah which is maybe a nice segue here in just a moment to what you're going to be playing in the next block but i'll let you oh yeah, cap yeah. off what you oh, played it. but one thing it, so we started but i announced the wrong song so it was paul thornton and the, the labels and the matrixes are must be switched or whatever but it, that song is called i'll be around yes. for those keeping score right yes <laughs> we want to be accurate be, here in the show yeah. um but as i mentioned yeah you uh new z Ze- are not new zealand excuse me oh boy i can't say new zealand then go into australian <laughs> apologies but australian kind of underground music and you said you kind of pulled out a block of things more of the like pop and rock related things yeah i have i do have some oddball stuff too um but i started this week when i was trying to think about what to bring today yeah. um i it's kind of I bought this, this is really not an interesting story, but I bought this <laughs> compilation right back here Yeah. Um, called uh, I Won't Have to Think About You. I mm-hmm. bought this, I don't know, a couple months ago, and um, it's a compilation of like um, Australian kind of indie pop from the 90s mostly, so there's some oh, yeah. 80s, and um, I think I just got it because I thought, you know, if I DJ at a bar, Comps which doesn't really ever happen, but <laughs> yeah. when that when I get that call, um, you know, like, I, it's like, oh, I could play this. You know, there's a couple of things on here. That I was going to say, like, that's when you got to go to the bathroom. You just throw that on and just let it play <laughs> yeah, for a ride. Hour. Yeah. <laughs> but, the, you know, I pulled it out because it was still just sitting in my living room. And it's like, wow, there's so much of this that I hadn't really played this when I <laughs> bought it. Yeah. But um there's some great stuff on here. And that, so that sort of uh, rippled into what I was Look, down in my basement looking for things, some things I couldn't find that I wanted right, to bring. Right, finding the connections to things that uh, from that particular era to now, I suppose. Yeah, so I thought like, and I've never really planned, I, we were talking about this earlier, I've never planned what I'm going to play, really. Mm-hmm. Even when we're here, I just have a box and I'm like, <laughs> oh, I think this works after this. <laughs> right, right. But I did kind of think like, oh, some of these songs would go together. So yeah. 
Um, what we'll you're see, saying, this Chris, is, is an experiment. You've here. really upped your game. <laughs> yeah. Like af- after so many years, it's like there's planning involved now. That's I'm I'm proud of you. Got to keep you on your toes. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, not not the most free form of a freak out day for me, but <laughs> yeah, planned, we'll take a it. Planned freak out. We'll take it. Um, but I so I had to start this little uh, um, Australian set with the Canaanes, um, since for me anyway, they're sort of the center of that right. universe of that era. So yeah, that kind of really homespun DIY pop uh, group that there's so many, and I know you've been a fan of that kind of area of like Australia, New Zealand. Uh, underground music like that so that's a good good starting point a, and then you know we can go in any direction from here right, but uh, right. the, some of this I, it was blowing my mind because so many bands are kind of still referencing Flying Nun which I mean right. there's great, you know great material um, I would never say a, an unkind thing really about so much of what came out Flying Nun related but um, it's just this seems like an untapped resource for people ripping off older bands. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, if anybody wants to borrow my uh, Cat's Meow singles, by all means, just mail them back. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we'll start with the Canaanes and then kind of go into some other zones. Yeah, so what is this track again? Probably? This is from the their uh, day, I think it's their technically their first release on K called Happy Swing. All right, here it is, the Canaanes.
up our down under set right there with some Carla Del Forno right there. What a really, really strong artist uh, putting out a lot of great records here. And this is actually kind of a smaller edition tape that just came out on, I don't know, what, what was the label that that one came out on? Um, I believe it was just self-released. Is it? Okay. It was like yeah. a tour thing. That was a cool track, that one right there. Yeah. 
Um, so it's all covers. And of course, now I forget who this <laughs> is, but um, the song is called Lay Me Down. Mm-hmm. Um, I know she also covers The uh, the Fates and uh, B-52s. Oh, really? Uh, Lena Del Rey and... Uh, Taking it there. I little. know, yeah. Um, and Lilliput and there's another one, I forget. Mm-hmm. But yeah, cool stuff. So yeah, there's some good stuff on here. So what else rounded out the entirety of this, un- <laughs> the connecting the dots from the Canaan's on through? Well, I don't know that I really ended up doing that in the end. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> the w- <laughs> oh, well, that was, yeah, my, that was my big plan squashed. But uh, so before that, before Carla was uh, Cat's Meow, which is part of the Canaan's universe. Um, and from the comp that you mentioned. Too, and from the comp. That yeah. launched the whole thing. That launched lot. the whole thing that didn't happen um (laughs) (laughs) um, that uh yeah so that song one thing that's cool about this comp if i i'll just give it a little plug here it's on a label called um a colorful storm um i believe all these tracks that they have selected were only on well at least the 90s stuff was only on cd i'm pretty sure about that Mm -hmm. um some of it, like the particles are on here. That was a song from a, a, a seven inch, but um, all the 90s stuff like Hydroplane and Shapiro's and Canane's and Cat's Meow, all that was only ever on CD. Right. Barton Friends. So, right. All the 90s cool. era, right? Yeah. Where that, the CD was, was, CD was era. golden. Yeah. Um, anyway, so that was a song called Not Like I Was Doing Anything. And before that was Hydroplane from a, a single. Uh, called International Exiles. Um, and then I, t- I kind of jumped ahead in time. <laughs> and that's, contemporary where, that's where you lost Yeah, uh, I kind of went off that's script. Okay. Um, so prior to the hydroplane was Alex McFarlane, who um, runs a label called Hobbies Galore mm-hmm. that put out, he released that single. This, that single is excellent, um, called Planetarium Nights. So some of it kind of, dips into like tall dwarves or guided by voices yeah and then there's some kind of weirder pieces too um yeah and what was the group like, they used it again the stevens the stevens yeah yeah, yeah. old yeah. flying nun group right well no Part they of, were uh oh, no, that's steven that's what I'm yeah, yeah. Of, yeah oh yeah a um, little one-off from uh david kilgaris and steven yeah that's right yeah this is like uh they were on chapter um, okay okay but um the uh yeah, they played. They actually played Minneapolis once. Weirdly, oh, really? at the Hexagon. Yeah, yeah. That's strange. Yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, his label's great. I have been slowly grabbing him, mm-hmm. grabbing stuff when I remember. Uh, but that single's really good. Highly recommended. And then uh, before that was the Onion Engine, which is also a contemporary Australian. That was project. a clanky one, right? Yeah, yeah. That <laughs> was kind cool. of like um, broken gamelan uh, piece there. Yeah self-released with this beautiful art book of um sculptures uh, mm-hmm. that that comes with the the single which is really quite beautiful and then we started off with um that canane song that uh, from the k release from way back when right right back in the day was that like late 80s probably right when yeah it was an early k thing like not even in a jewel case or in that whatever yeah right right well, we're at the time now where we have a couple of things from the label queued up, some new releases. You've put out a few tapes um, in recent months along with that uh, Pumice 7-inch and new stuff from uh, Stephen R. Smith and you, someone that you've worked with for quite a few years now. I mean, under 
his various you know, Ulan Markur, Ulan Cole, all those monikers. This yeah, is under his given name, this correct? Is un- yeah, so this will be the first time I've worked on a release that's under his given name. Right, right. Because he really cool. hasn't done... I mean, he did that one where there was vocals, maybe even Digitalis. Yeah. A couple, and then there's... There was one... I know I uh, own a few of them. Yeah, The Crown of Marches. That I mean, that was, that's was that been many years now, yeah. a catch-up plate. Um, yeah, I think I own that record. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, our <laughs> CD. I think it's a CD, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, there hasn't been a lot under his given name in recent years. There was an LP... Um, but that's still, I mean, I'm losing track of time, but that yeah, was still yeah. quite a while ago. So the, yeah, this is exciting. And, um, one thing I'd actually kind of hoped to announce this release before <laughs> being here now. So yeah. this will be a, a lot of debuts of stuff that hasn't been announced or isn't right. That out. have been kind of out available to a certain extent, but, uh, well, no, these, so these are all things that are coming. Oh, really? they are. I yeah, these yeah, are yeah. Out. Okay. Oh, yeah. So none of the except when I play the Sky Green Leopards. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, all of the stuff is not even announced or anything. So um, here we go. Announce. There you go. So <laughs> a forthcoming fo- a Foxy exclusive. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, the Stephen R. Smith. Um, one thing I'll mention about it. Um, I mean, you can very much tell that it's him. It has this kind of signature kind of stuff going on, but. Um, with this release, he uh, challenged himself, I guess, to keep everything to like a three-minute mark or under. Oh, okay. So, you know, a lot of his stuff can stretch out into, you know, six, seven, eight-minute yeah. long pieces or whatever. Is he using some of like his uh, home-built stuff on here too? Because I know he does that, builds a lot of like one-off instruments and I'm, stuff. I'm sure of it. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, so the kind of the the concept is that it's short songs. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Which is kind of cool. Um, very different for him. Um, and it's, it's all, I mean, you know, I'm biased, but it's, I think it's really awesome. Yeah. Record. Yeah. I've never been disappointed by a Stephen R. Smith release. Yeah. Ever. And it was ho- so difficult to even decide what song to play. Yeah. Um, right. So we'll, we'll give it a go. Um, but yeah, so after this, we've, we've got upcoming stuff from, uh, Matthew DiGennaro, Ivy tree, and then some Sky Green Leopards that's mm-hmm. already out. And then a, we'll end it with a new Fruits and Flowers, which is also coming yeah. soon. And we'll, maybe we'll talk up those on the back end yeah. of this set. So let's get going. Hey, do you want to, what is the name of this track from Stephen R. Smith? Um, it's called Grain Stacks. All right, here it is, Stephen R. Smith. <laughs> Thank you. 
master. Mind sometimes 
There's that new or forthcoming uh, Michael O single that's due out on Fruits and Flowers. And uh, I'm glad that you brought this because this was a release that when Glenn was on just a couple shows back, he had mentioned that this was probably the, like, I think the next one in the queue. Yeah. So this is great. That was a track called Haunted. And when do you anticipate that uh, this one will be out? Uh, soon. So that's another one I should have probably like announced. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I, just do I it just in have... one. This is your chance, right? <laughs> right. This is so much easier than writing a press release. Right. Um, well, maybe this is what you just coordinate everything towards the end of summer, <laughs> early fall when you come down and then just do it all in one shebang. Yeah. So, but yeah, this is great. I mean, you got the artwork and everything and that was the test pressing. So yeah, I think the soon. records will be here Monday. So. Okay. So very, very soon. Mm-hmm. And it, before that, though, is all the stuff that you have forthcoming. Well, I shouldn't say that forthcoming. The one that is already out is the Sky Green Leopards that we did play all, we did. also when uh, Glenn was on. So oh, more from right. the the jingling world. <laughs> I love the title of that. <laughs> and that's some great stuff. Uh, it was really fun going back and revisiting a lot of that jeweled antler stuff in preparation for that show. Kind of just to me... Um, it hel- just, it holds up really well. I mean, yeah. it still sounds really good. And to me, that was such a, I, well, I don't, it sounds like I'm nostalgic or something, but <laughs> there was something really interesting about that time, like early aughts with the like CDR stuff. And there was just so many people doing interesting things. I mean, people still are to this day, but I thought the way they approached it had kind of a fun community based. Uh, was there was a playfulness about it yet you know just weird like nature recordings and everything <laughs> yeah. but and uh, there was some i mean you never knew or you know it was difficult to figure out who was on what yeah you know, yeah like, it was like this, kind of a mystery yeah this mysterious world that you entered entered yeah. into so it's like a kind of an anti know everything internet you know yeah pre-smartphone <laughs> whatever era right Everything's too readily available now. I miss a little bit of that. But uh, what was it? What was the track again from uh, the Sky Green Leopards? Oh, uh, that was Peppermint Annie. One, um, one of the jingling pop One of the jingling. It. Yeah. And then in front of that, though, there's uh, glad to see this more from the Ivy Tree, Glenn's solo thing. You know, there's the one that came out on a recital that uh, Sean McCann put out. But you have a, a tape, which is kind of the 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 rest of some of that material. I Yeah. And I the it's my understanding this might be the end of it, but I, there might be something mm-hmm. else. There might be more in the vaults. I don't quite know. <laughs> right. Uh, so this one, yeah, it's, it'll be on cassette uh, soon. And um, there's going to be a lathe cut LP version. Oh, really? Coming out in Australia. Yeah. On oh, wow. um, Kindling. Oh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Le- Leighton Craig's label. So Very cool. Yeah. How many, uh, how many copies of that will they be doing? Not a lot, I don't think. And um, Peter that was, King, yeah, Peter King, nice. Uh, so it'll be a. I think that was part of why Glenn wanted it to be on tape, also, just mm-hmm. to get it out there a little bit more. Than right, having a hard to get, <laughs> pricey, and you, those yeah, are shipping generally... is expensive. You know, yeah, so right. yeah, this will be a, a more affordable version, and, right. and then they'll be digital, and you know that'll last forever. Out yeah, with us all. well, at least we think it will. <laughs> yeah, Once the cloud goes up incinerated yeah, and the cloud goes up in smoke <laughs> that's we, right. we're in are trouble. you 
Are you going to do these tapes here, and we'll talk about the other ones also, kind of at the same time as a batch? That yeah, that one will come with the Di Gennaro, which uh, preceded it. I think those two will come out at the same same time. time. Okay, yeah. and That's Stephen R. Smith is that's a little... CD LP. Oh, so, oh, is it? Okay, yeah. I thought that was a tape as well. No, okay. that one is a that one is a multi format. <laughs> right. No eight track though. Yeah, no eight track. <laughs> <laughs> the floppy disk. It's not going to come out on flop. An edition of one. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, lots of activity in and around, I guess, soft abuse and, and fruits and flowers. And you know, actually, it's not a bad thing. I, I feel like, you know, when you're running a small label, kind of grouping things together like that in terms of shipping and just managing it all. Yeah, it makes it easier if people are wanting more than one thing. Yeah. You know, I'd, I'd never really plan <laughs> that to happen. It just so, sometimes it yeah. just sort of syncs up like that but right. but I think it is nice yeah well there, let's face it there really is there's no standard way to approach any of this anymore yeah who knows do whatever works and, and <laughs> yeah. just go with that <laughs> and if anybody has figured it out please let some yeah, of I'm us happy know to take take your uh, information <laughs> right <laughs> so we, we're gonna move away here gosh we're almost like into the what we could consider crunch time. There's about a little over half an hour remaining. So oh, moving beyond the soft abuse stuff. Now this is where the major decisions come into play with, with that box that's staring you down over there. <laughs> this is where I people get axed. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Why didn't I bring that? <laughs> yeah. Some of these, I think there's a few things I have in here that I've brought the last couple of years no, that still have not made made it onto air. We might have to have a separate show, like the yeah. like the the backstage, uh, whatever. Right, the freeform know. freakout, like unable to air on that. That's saying something, boy. That could be rough. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But how how are we uh, how are we going to head into this next set here? Um, this is going to be uh, oh. Sun Ra, yeah. Sun Ra, yeah, Sun Ra, seven yeah. inch. Yeah, yeah, I had to kind of stare back there. And uh, this is from his old imprint, Saturn right. Records, and The Perfect Man. So it's a funky one. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I was, I know I've heard this track before. So I've, I don't know if I've heard it on the original forty five though. So that's cool. So anything else to say, or should we just play some Sun Ra? Let's let it roll. <laughs> Thank you. 
from the stored fossils of life. The earth brings people, and man came, and he tasted all. So let the apostle preach a message he can teach to the people waiting the call. Shall we go to the sun? Should we tell that mighty one all the energy to change all the land? Should we pump up the sea, disguise reality, and really?
full set of music there with this release from is it Drumgida solo 
Uh, Lori Vamby. <laughs> oh yeah, I gotta flip it. Really flip the, the record yeah. over. Yeah, that was really cool <laughs> sounding. Yeah, what's the scoop on this record here? So he's playing an instrument that he built. Yeah, looks slash invented. Strange, th- like string percussive instrument. Yeah, I think he. There's a name. I, I think he might say it on the back, like what what the instrument. Oh, called. the Vambi string drum. That's right. That's what it is. Patent pending. Patent. At least at the time of this pressing. <laughs> that's right. The patent might be that's through like now. Forty years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, that's a c- really cool record yeah um, just by the sound of that and mm-hmm. i was almost reminded of uh i don't know i felt like the no neck blues band were gonna start playing or something <laughs> in there you could yeah you could hear them about to break in <laughs> exactly <laughs> like freak out moment <laughs> yeah. or something knock over the wall what else did we hear in that set there um right before that was uh pearls before swine um R.I.P. Tom Rapp. Yeah. Has it been a year? That's no, I, th- I think it was the sp- spring or spring something. T- yeah, yeah, yeah. February, May, March. Great songwriter. I actually, when he passed, I remember going back and listening through a lot of that stuff. Uh, his solo stuff and Pearls Before Swine. And he's a great songwriter, great lyricist. So, yeah, there's so much good stuff. Um, that that was from my favorite, my personal favorite, uh, Pearls Before Swine, called These Things Too. That track. That yeah, end. that song was... Um, do you have a favorite of their what uh, like of his solo material? I I, was, I return to Star Dancer. I like that one. Yeah, that one's really good. Um, I don't know. I would probably say that one. Yeah, there, yeah. there was that uh, one I've only listened to online. That's like Journal of the Plague Year or something like that. Is that one a later? Yeah, releases? that was like a '90s one. Okay, so yeah. I think or 2000s maybe. Mm-hmm. That one's really good. Um, yeah, but I haven't spent a lot of time with it. Right. But. Right. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Um, may he rest in peace. Exactly. A great Florid. Well, he was a Floridian. Floridian yeah, yeah, that's right. Which and is didn't a perfect have, segue. Wasn't but, uh, the, but wasn't he, uh, he was in like a talent show against uh, Dylan yeah. the same year. That's and that was, was that in Minnesota? I, I feel like it was in Minnesota. It might have been in the Dakotas or something. Yeah. And it, I think guess his family moved to the Midwest yeah. and then. Then it was out east again. Strange little uh, <laughs> historical tidbit there, yeah. yeah. But yeah, speaking of Florida, so yeah, great Floridian and uh, Tom Rap. And uh, before that, I played kind of a well. I guess he's mostly obscure Floridian named Dale Kreider, who has a a couple of records out on his own label. Um, I think everything he put out is on his own label called Anhinga Roost. And he was from kind of central Florida, Gainesville area. An environmentalist, you were saying? Yeah, he worked for the um, Florida Game and Freshwater Fish Commission. Mm-hmm. So that I, I think one of, he's on something that was put out by like the state of Florida. Oh, really? Like a 45. Trying <laughs> no. to educate people through his <laughs> yeah, folk songs. That's right. But um, that this record is so good. I just sort of like, um, you know, rediscovered it, even though I've owned it for a long time. And mm-hmm. uh, it's one that a friend of mine, Stuart, turned me on to years ago. And um, I realized, like, I I collect a lot of Florida music just yeah. from, I'm, since I, that's where I grew up. But I haven't, I don't know if I've ever played any when I've visited the show. So, yeah. Well, I we typically to, have a no Florida music band <laughs> on it. <laughs> As all stations should. <laughs> but the, uh, that was one I was like, ah, you know. I should bring that. Yeah, it's, yeah, that's good. Really like Mixing that. it up. Yeah, little little uh, motherland, homeland <laughs> jam. That's right. <laughs> nice and swampy. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, feel, it fits today's weather. It's it kind of does. Warm. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, let's see. 
I forget that I'm the one writing all the yeah, songs he, down. You're the keeper of the playlist <laughs> yeah. right now. Uh, I, hopefully I didn't screw this up. So um, then we had Leaving Signs. Oh, so good, yeah. Yeah, from um, Hemp Is Here. Um, and that was a song called This Inner Space. And then prior to that was uh, new Nathan Bowles, forthcoming oh, as yeah. of our recording today. Uh, comes out in a couple weeks. Yep, on Paradise of Bachelors, so very soon. Yeah, and that was a song actually that appeared on the record of his I put out. Right, yeah. That was re-recorded, had, yeah. You have some ties with Nathan. You put out one of his yeah. records a couple years ago. I love ago. that guy so much. He's, he's the best. Um, but the new new one is amazing, of course. Everyone should buy it, even though... You can't do call to action on the radio, but <laughs> this I, is I suggest everybody. Yeah, yes, I suggest yes. everyone consider buying it. And um, before that was Shells, and that's from an older record. Even though she had a newer new one out this right, year, yeah, last played, year maybe played uh, something from Shells to that record uh, mm-hmm. earlier this year. Great album. Yeah, this one I kind of I'm I don't know I like this older one more. Do yeah. Um, but that was a track from it called Warm Dub. And then we started off with that Sun Ra. Yeah, 45. the wonky uh, <laughs> Moog era <laughs> yeah. Sun Ra. But uh, hey, we're down to the end of it here. And uh, we're actually going to finish things a little bit like we started with uh, some Stefan Neville related stuff. Not Pumice, but here his collaboration with Greg Malcolm. Another one out on Feeding Tube Records, prolific uh, record label that we were talking about earlier. Uh, I think when Stefan was on a couple years ago, he was. Uh, we played a track from this release because there were really no plans at that time. Uh, and we <laughs> kind of jokingly said, if any record labels are out there, I want to put it out. And lo and behold, here it is. Yeah. Uh, it came out in the last month or two. Yeah, it's and, still pretty uh, new. And it's a great one. There's actually a, some cover versions here, too, on this release. I think it's, it might be all, there might be one or two originals, but I think it's all covered. Yeah, yeah. I'm just, oh, yeah. Now they look at it, they all are. And one of them, you know, like a Joe Meek, Telstar. Yeah. Some Elizabeth Cotton. And, uh, but we're going to play the opening cut from this one, a Steve Lacey track. It's called Prospectus. And uh, this is a good one. And I love this record because it features stuff in artwork. And I love the back cover <laughs> in particular. It's like amazing. his signature style that kind of takes it back to like the raft era oh, for the sure. color scheme and all for that. sure so but that's gonna be it man thanks so much for coming down again we've thanks. we've had a long day of uh just you know sweating it out <laughs> playing in selling yeah. records playing records and it's been fun and uh, so i'm ready to record next year's next because <laughs> you have enough fun. in the box right <laughs> the outtake show that's we, right yeah. now i'm kind of interested <laughs> in actually doing that so <laughs> like a half an hour installment or something yeah. But, uh, yeah, this has kind of wound down things here uh, for the show. But if you have any questions for me, you can always get in touch at fffreakout at hotmail.com or check out our complete playlist. We'll have it up, and we'll make sure there's links and stuff where you can find out more about all these, uh, the releases that Chris played. And you can head over to our website at freeformfreakout.com. If you have any questions, Chris, is it info at softabuse.com? Best That's way to me. reach you? Yep. Hit him up at uh, the tweets and the Twitters. He's <laughs> yeah. there too. Yeah, I've known to lurk and hang. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> but uh, thanks again so much. And uh, let's get into this one here from uh, Stefan Neville and Greg Malcolm again. Here is Prospectus.